we just talked about having not being a, a downer <laughs> episode, and the first thing you say is, "Let's start off with a sad story." I don't this like is, where this is going. This is this is quite the sob story. So yesterday, and if I, you see me rubbing my eyes, it's actually because my allergies have been driving me insane. Oh, so um, have mine. Oh my gosh, they've been so bad. Um, so yesterday, I went to the Utah. What was it called? The Utah Retro Game Swap. It was a convention in Layton. The my local video game store has started this. And every year it's got bigger and bigger. And this year it was actually pretty big. There were some YouTube personalities. There was a voice of NBA Jam, the Boom Shakalaka. He was there. No way. That guy was there. The original artist for Mortal Kombat. The guy that originally portrayed Raiden in Mortal Kombat. The guy that originally portrayed Scorpion in Sub-Zero. Same guy. Uh, he was there. Uh-huh. Um the YouTuber John Riggs, who you may or may not know. I know him because in the retro YouTubing community, he's kind of a big name. He's part of the Metal Jesus crew. Okay, so anyways, I know Metal Jesus. Yeah. So anyways, a lot of people there, tons and tons of vendors, some that I knew. One of them is a friend of mine, and he 3D prints along with making other things too. And this is my sad story. If you're not watching on video, you just won't be able to see. So I got this Red Dead Redemption 2 sign. That's cool. And you see That's the little cool It's supposed to be wall-mounted. Well, yeah. I just put it up on my shelf because I just got it yesterday. Mm-hmm. And before the show, it's kind of become a ritual where before the show, I clean my shelves. It's an excuse to dust them. And I bumped it and it slammed down. And see oh, no. this E here? Yeah. Oh, now it oh. can be. I, I just need to super glue it back. But so that's my sob story is that the E, the second E in Red Dead Redemption <laughs> or in Redemption. You were hold- I was holding, you were holding it, yeah. that so well that I didn't know yeah. it was broken. So, oh, but that is brand new. At least the E is intact. Yes. Yeah. At least. Yes. It, you know, the, the E itself didn't break. So you, all you need to do is glue it. So, okay. Yeah. That's, that's not as sad as I thought it was going to be. No, it's, it's not, it's not a real sob story, but, but when it happened, I was like, Oh no, I just got this yesterday. Um, so anyway, I'm feeling Brett. like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm feeling like I need to do a show and tell. You should. So well, I don't have anything to show, okay. but um, I'm looking in my game room and I haven't seen it in a month. That's yeah. uh, how my month has gone. I've been doing all my gaming downstairs. So my show and tell today is mostly for me. Oh my gosh, I have this really cool gaming room, Brett. Why don't you use it? Well, that's actually going to be one of my goals to use my gaming room. It's funny. This isn't necessarily my quote unquote gaming room. This is where I keep my gaming stuff, but I'm in my basement living room and mm-hmm. I don't play down here like... I don't know. Maybe one of these days I will, but I just play upstairs on my couch. So I don't see this stuff a lot either. Um, and I've, you know, I, I think I've sent you some pictures, but I've really been into like big boxes. And so I've been buying, you know, big box Skyward Sword, big box Twilight Princess. Yesterday at the convention, you can't see it on camera, but I got big box Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I say big box, they're bigger boxes they're not like the huge boxes like breath of the wild back there but yeah anyways okay since i, I don't have no no no. since i don't have an actual show and tell show me your favorite big box that you picked up recently and let's do a close-up uh, on that Ooh. okay you got some cool ones there that okay. um white nintendo 64 is really sick too can we get a close-up of that okay yeah let me show you i'm loving that white so while you're getting that down i don't want to sound racist here but for some reason i love the white editions of consoles i swear it has nothing to do with racism but i've got i'm looking at my shelves right now i've got a white destiny special edition ps4 i've got the white big fat ps3 but what i don't have 
of course, that's not Nintendo never actually released a white. No, N64. this is a custom painted one. And then this guy I bought off my local game shop kind of almost I was trading in a whole bunch of stuff one day. And I feel like I'm always giving them stuff and I try and buy stuff when I can, but I kind of felt like I needed to give back a little bit. And so I bought this. It is not an official shell, but it is oh. so clean and it looks so nice. It I don't know really if I'll nice. keep it. This, by so the way, if you can't see, it's kind of a, yeah, it's like a purple, fun, right? Like a fantastic grape, but it's not the official one. I think there is an official fantastic grape. One. That is okay. That is so cool. So, um, I'm I'm trying to think. I was gonna get. We talked about this in one episode. I wanted to get a white Amico, which was the yes. Intellivision that never came out. So I had a spot on my shelf that I was saving for it. Since that's not coming out, I'm trying to think. What's another console I can get that I don't have that would go with my theme of all my kind of white consoles? So I don't know if I could uh, get an N64, find the guy who painted that, or if there's something else out there. I don't know. What do you think? You got any ideas for me? For another white console? Yeah. I mean, you can definitely find people that do custom paint jobs, and you could tinker with it yourself. You know, one of the things Ooh, I'll talk that about sounds way too later, scary. one of the things I'll talk about later is <laughs> is my love for tinkering. We've talked about this before. Um, and I have something that's that I've been debating and you're probably this is probably one time you're going to be like, "Don't do it, Josh." So, <laughs> little little spoiler of things to come. But Brett, okay. we got to get this show going. We are on a time crunch today and I know I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever so it's going to be really hard yeah. to stay on time Oof. because this is yes. my chance just to catch up and I've been missing interacting with you. It's been a crazy month. Um yeah. I think for both of us. So, Doc, get on your bicycle. Mac, put on your pink hoodie and high tops and let's get this thing going. Welcome to Fit Dad Game Dad, a monthly podcast where two middle-aged dads encourage each other to reach both their fitness and their couch gaming goals. I'm your host, Josh Stapleton, and with me as always, the man who puts 19 in COVID-19, Brett T. Botted. <laughs> <laughs> I put 23 in COVID-19, so I think I had the 23 variant. Oh, thanks for uh, that intro. I think oh. it was just your 19th time. Being a principal, you you poor, poor thing getting COVID. So so I'm talking to a neighbor last night and he coaches soccer for kids and he's and they just started their fall season. And he's like, Brett, oh, we had three kids that was sick, man. I, I, I think I'm getting sick. And you, you just man, you don't know. You don't know. You get those kids around and they bring in all this sickness. And I'm looking at him like, I don't know. I don't know you, how many how many players are on a team. Eleven. I'm like I've got four hundred that just came into a building a couple weeks ago and brought all their germs, and I got the COVID, the evil COVID. It was by far. It wasn't my nineteenth time, but it was my third. And it was yeah. by far the worst. I was so sick and still am, just not feeling myself. And it's been about two solid weeks since I uh, had my first symptoms. And man, and that so that's been one of the reasons this month is really not been very great but it's been the tell of three months for me at the beginning of august there was no teachers we recorded our show i was super gung-ho then the teachers and the students came back and it was kind of this grinding to a halt as far as 
some of my personal goals and everything was about getting school started. And then the third part of the month was COVID. And I feel like I've lived three lives in the last month as I've gone through each of those phases in the month. And it really feels like it's been three months since I talked to you because each of those phases felt so long and painful. Uh, but I'm just, I'm just glad to be back and on the men. So how are you doing? You know, um, I, I can't compete with any of that, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's been, it's kind of funny. It's, it's like when, you know, so my wife used to work the night shift and there are times where she'd work a couple nights in a row and I know she would just be brutally exhausted. And, but I would be tired too, because I was trying to keep every, I was trying to work my day job and then do all the home stuff, like all of it, you know, like doing all the, you know, cooking, cleaning, laundry, taking kids this place and that place. And I would just get exhausted, but I didn't ever want to say like, oh man, I'm tired. Cause like, you know, like it's not that you're competing, you know what I mean? But it's almost like that you can't be tired. I'm tired, you know? Um, <laughs> So, like I said with my neighbor, you can have germs. Yeah. I have more germs than you. Yeah. So I, I don't want to be like, oh, Brett, let me tell you. But it's it's been it's been a you know, just one of those months where I just feel really uh stretched out thin, just for constantly going place to place to place. And there are days, lots and lots of days where I just felt like I didn't ever stop running. So I'm glad to be here too. Uh, I've had to set some baby goals pretty much for myself for this next month just to try and kind of get back on track and and uh, stop making my busy life a stupid excuse for me. So anyways, Brett, it's September, which means we need to unfortunately account for August. <laughs> so let's go ahead and let's jump right into it. Okay, so let's first get into our uh, co-op goal, and that was to play Metroid Prime Remastered. Now, we didn't necessarily say that we had to beat it. We just said that we were going to play it, and I have. I've played quite a bit of it. I have not beat it yet, though. Um, So for that, I'm giving myself for the co-op goal two points. Now, I'll let you talk about your experience with Metroid Prime. Well, I also played it a lot, and it was super fun to have this as a co-op goal. Uh, It was fun for me. I hope you had as much fun when you would text me about where you were in the game. It would make, uh, sometimes it it was things that you were stuck on, and sometimes it was things I was stuck on, and we would kind of compare notes and say, okay, did you look that up, or did you figure it out on your own? And I think we both came to consensus that we pretty much looked things up. It's one of those games where you can figure it out on your own, but it's a little tricky. There was a few times where I figured things out on my own. And of course, I played it before. Well, yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to say we should give some background. I've never played Metroid Prime before. Yeah, right. You've played it, but you hadn't beat it. Is that correct? Before? Kind. Yeah, I never beat it on my own. So I, I got to the last couple boss fights when I was super early into gaming in my early 20s and just not very good at gaming and my brother-in-laws were in high school and they were you know you know how high schoolers are they've got all the good reflexes so i took the game my save file over to them and they would play it pretty much take over they'd take over take the remote out of my hands and they beat the game pretty much for me so i didn't 
I'm kind of not counting it. And so that was one of my big motivators for going back and playing it is I wanted to do it on my own. Um, but yeah, you hadn't played it at all. And that was close to 20 years ago now, I think. I mean, that game came out in early 2000s. Right. So I'm, you know, and my memory's fading. I couldn't remember where to go. Or yeah. and it's one of those games where you're back and forth and, you know, and some things are hidden and you have to, and there's not a lot of hints because it's a game that, you know, it's it's not a modern game that gives you a ton. It doesn't hold your hand a lot. Now, I'll say one of the things that you told me, though, that was helpful is you mentioned you said, hey, if you're struggling to find out what to do next, if you kind of go in each mm-hmm. of the rooms, eventually a hint will pop up on the map. And that yeah. for the most part, that's helpful. But there were a couple times where it would pop up on such a distant part of the map that I hadn't connected to yet. I'm like, I don't even know how to get there. Um, right. But I will say my approach. Yes, I did look things up. But here's kind of the approach that I took. And I don't know that I really fully explained this to you is I would go through and basically I would struggle for a long time and then finally get to, you know, sometimes I'd figure it out. But then if I couldn't, I'd finally just say, OK, I need to look up a guide, to walk through a YouTube video, something. So I feel like I'm going at a like, and I know Metroid is one of those games where people always like post, Hey, I beat it in five hours. I beat it in 10 hours. You know, it's one of those like speed running type games that people brag about. I don't know what my final time will be with this game, but it will not be impressive. I mean, cause I am going <laughs> really slow, but I'm having a great time with it. Yeah. Uh, and there were a few times where you texted me one thing that was really interesting where you're like, I just couldn't beat this boss. And I made this connection that, I bet he doesn't know about the lock-on feature really well. I'm sure you do, but not the history behind it. And the history behind it was uh, Nintendo didn't. There was a there was a right thumbstick on the GameCube, but they didn't really use it for camera control because it was this teeny tiny little yellow thing. And so when Metroid came out, they didn't. You couldn't really look around like you can in a modern game with a camera. So everything was lock-on, lock-on, lock-on. And so when they remastered it, now you can control the camera, which you couldn't before. But the core gameplay is still really designed around this. You got to lock on to your enemies. And and if you're trying to just uh, aim without locking on, that I, I, I think it's uh, was detrimental because you just don't, it won't target it correctly. Even though your trigger is pointing over the enemy, it's just not designed to hit the sweet spot without it. And so... I hope that helped because I remember you kind of saying something like, oh my gosh, yeah, that that made it so much easier. That and kind of dodging because you can't dodge unless you lock on either. And you're like, how do you dodge? And I'm like, oh, well, you got to lock on. So everything kind of goes yeah. back to that. Why why that existed was there was no camera controls. Well, yeah, I, I did know about locking on, but I didn't know about dodging. So there are some of these enemies where you had to shoot them in the back and I kept trying to like run around them, but then they'd turn every time. I'm like, this is so frustrating and i was trying to find ways to cheese it like get on a platform above them or whatever it was but once you told me that i'm like oh this is so much more easier once i can do a dodge to get out of their way and get behind them so anyways <laughs> oh god that helped well um let me finish off by saying that i did beat the game and some of it had to do with me being sick with covid and having time to game however i will say that there was at least three days where i was so sick i didn't even feel like gaming and that's how you know you're tr- truly sick, right? I'm sitting there thinking, man, I wish I felt just good enough to game. 
but I'm, I just couldn't even concentrate. My stomach hurt. It was awful. So, uh, but there was a few days in there where I was still sick, but I, I able to spend some more time on Metroid than you. And I think that's probably the only reason I beat it. Cause like you, it took me over 17 hours. <laughs> some people could beat it in five or 10. Yeah. Took me 17. And one of the things that kept getting in the way, I kept forgetting to save. And yep. you, you, you get so used to modern games, those auto saves. And I just go, 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 go. And it's interesting you said the, the hint would pop up and it'd be really far away. And I felt like each area was almost like leveled differently. So you could like blaze through areas one and two as you were trying to get to level three and forget to save in areas one and two. And then when you got to three, all of a sudden the enemies got harder and they killed you because you're used to just being able to run past them. And then when you die, you realize you're back in level one and you've got to go all the way through one, two, and three again. And so that slowed me down and was kind of frustrating. And um, But the last boss uh, was pretty fun because I had forgotten that it was kind of a... I don't want to give away too many hints for you, so close your ears if you don't want to hear this, Josh, but it's an old game. A, a two-stage fight. He takes his headphones off. There was a two-stage fight. <laughs> He's plucked. He doesn't know what's going on. So you've got one version of Metroid Prime and you beat it. And then you've got a second version of Metroid Prime, and you beat it. And, okay, I don't know how I'm going to get his attention because he's not listening. I'll just wave like this, and he's putting his headphones back on. Okay, oh, hey. you you missed all the spoilers of how good, I beat good. the boss, so good luck because you're not going to know how to do it. Anyway, two well, points for both of us, and that was <laughs> – what were you going to say? I was, was going to say, I'll probably text you whenever I get to that point. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. It was so satisfying. Oh, and – if you get a hundred percent completion, which of course I did not, there's a second ending or a little extra ending. And back in the day, I there, YouTube did not exist, so I never knew about the second ending. Yeah. And I so was googling after I beat the game and found this out, and went and watched a YouTube version. And there's a really cool tease for Metroid Prime Two Echoes that I had no idea existed 20 years ago when I first Very played cool. this game. Yeah. So do you remember um, that? I can't remember if it was shadow of Mordor. I think was the first one shadow of Mordor, the first Lord of the Rings. There's two. Of yeah. Them. I can't remember what the second one was called, um, but it was a sequel to shadow of Mordor. I forgot, but that has like quote unquote, the true ending, but you have to play like an additional 10 hours. And mm-hmm. I'm just to the point now, and it was 10 hours of like, it wasn't even like story mode. It was just like, um, what is it called? Just like waves of enemies. It just get increasingly harder and oh, harder. Oh yeah, harder. yeah. And that uh, to me I was like, no, that's what YouTube is for. So, I mean, hats off to anyone that really gets into that kind of stuff. But I am so lazy, and I'm just like, once once you said there's a an ending for 100 percent completion, I was like, nope, that's YouTube. That is purely YouTube for me not interested in getting every last little thing everywhere no or scanning everything or yeah oh yeah it was the scanning that really was difficult but that reminded me of of the waves of enemies coming in of a game right behind me on the top of my shelf and i gotta tilt my camera for those can see it i've got a statue of the game recore which was an xbox exclusive and the reason i want to bring this up right now is it was made by the developers of metroid prime and so oh, when it came out, okay. I was super into it, but there was all these bugs and people hated it. And so I waited until the bugs were fixed. 
and I loved the first half of that game. It had some really cool weapons and mechanics, and you got this. There was always a character with you, so that was like a kind of a dog character. But I, I, I remember you could get different kinds of characters, and they had all these different abilities, and there was some cool platforming and shooting, and the world was kind of this cool future dystopian world. But once you got halfway through the game, you unlocked this tower. And the way, the only way to beat the game was to get to the top level of the tower. And it was just wave after wave of enemies. All the stuff, all the cool ex- exploration and all the things you had done earlier in the game, it was kind of like they developed two games. It was like, well, we have this fun uh, open world game. And then we have this like tower defense game <laughs> of unlimited enemies. And it was really a bummer. I ended up beating the game just out of spite, but I was... <sighs> It was so anticlimactic because you just got to this tower and you're like, this is not fun. What happened to my game? Uh, yeah, that's a bummer. Anyway, it was fun, though. Well, all right. Well, we both played Metroid Prime. You beat it. I have not beat it. And that's one of the things I'll talk about later. Um, but if you listen to last month's episode, one of the things I was really hoping to do was to have my plate cleared for Starfield. Um, I have... I have not started Starfield. I haven't. I don't have Game Pass, so I need to go purchase it. I have not purchased Starfield yet just because I, I'm i enjoying Metroid Prime so much and I don't want to put it down um, mm. for an extended period of time, which Starfield would be. So so that should at least tell you that I am really enjoying it. Um, but it's taken me longer. Uh, and I also haven't I have not had time to play in the last couple of weeks. Um, it's just been chaotic. So, uh, so anyways, yeah, yeah, you're going to say something. Go for it, Brett. Well, I was just <laughs> kind of like you. I wanted to play Starfield, not as much as you, and I haven't texted you this, so I'm going to let the cat out of the bag here on the show and see your reaction. I've been enjoying playing the switch so much because I played Luigi's mansion. We'll get into it in just a minute, but when I was sick, I played, uh, the legend of Zelda, the original one and beat that the original super Mario brothers. I was just, I was kind of feeling like you where I was playing in bed and I was playing downstairs, really enjoying the handheld mode. And I haven't done that on my Switch in a long time. I usually put it on the big screen. And when I finished Metroid Prime, I just wasn't in the mood and didn't feel good to walk upstairs, as silly as that sounds. Right. With COVID, stairs were hard. I was totally out of breath. So I was looking for something to play, and all I was seeing was these Starfield reviews coming in. And... And so I downloaded on my Switch because I'd purchased it before. So I re-downloaded Skyrim and have been playing Skyrim in handheld mode. And am further along than I ever have gotten in Skyrim. So I'm thinking I got to stick with it because it's kind of scratching the Bethesda itch. Yes. Nice. But you know, it's funny with, with Starfield. I've been on such a weird journey with that game because... When when they first did that like hour long, I don't know if you call it a reveal, but just deep dive into the game. I was like, I am getting this. I am playing this day one. And if you know me, I'm not day one on much of anything because I just have this backlog and it feels stupid to buy something for $70 that I won't get to until it's, you know, 40, 30, 10, you know, something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, I mean, I still have, gosh, I have some games back here. Uh, Far Cry 6, haven't got to yet. Um, uh, Horizon um, 
Forbidden West? Is that the second one? Forbidden West, yeah. Forbidden West. Haven't got to. Anyways, I mean, I, I could I could make a laundry list. Uh, Resident Evil 7 still haven't touched. Um, but the point being is I, I just generally look at it and say, you know, I'll get this. I'll get this later when it's cheaper. But I was trying to clear my plate for, for Starfield. And then when, like I said, I, I didn't get Metroid beat, I started seeing some reviews and some of them were, none of them were like terrible, but some of them were like, this isn't the game you thought it would be just kind of like, it's okay. Or it's good. It's good after the first 10 hours. I heard that a lot. And so I was kind of like, okay, I'm still going to play it, but I kind of lost a little bit of luster. Then I was listening to Ed Placencia on Married to the Games and he talked very highly about it. And then I was listening to the shirt I'm wearing, the Xbox Drive. I was listening to Sean Capri talk about it and he talked very highly about it. And they both kind of said some some of the same things. Basically, it is one of those games where whatever you want it to be, it can be that. If you want to explore, if you want to fight, if you want to do story, if you want to just whatever you want to do in space, you can do it. And that's That's really got me hyped back up. And then I've also heard a lot of people say, too, that it is Fallout in space. I love, 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 love Fallout 4. So um, anyways, so both of both hearing Ed, hearing Sean, and then hearing the, the Fallout in space type stuff, I'm like, okay, I, I think I'm going to love this game. Um, and I really just need to get to it. But I'm also loving Metroid, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're close. You're really yeah, close I'm, on Metroid. You told well, me where you were. You're, you're, you're within five hours. You got this. Yeah. If maybe. you really sit down and carve out time. But we yeah. already talked. We don't have time. Yeah. Okay. And so well, we, we didn't have much time for our side quests either, did we? I'm looking at how we did. You did okay. <laughs> you know, I, I okay. I had an okay month last month. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. Um, really, what's been not so great has been the beginning of this month. So I'll talk about that when I set my goals um, and mm-hmm. kind of my approach there. So, okay, I'm going to run through my side quests. Um, I'm not going to go in the order that you're seeing because there's a reason. The first one that I'm going to talk about is I said I wanted to take my wife on a date night. I did that and we went hiking um, down in, oh, Salt, in Salt Lake. Kill two birds with so, one stone. Two birds with one stone. So, yep. We oh, went. that's smart. Went for a hike down in Salt Lake and then went out to dinner. Um, so yeah, I got both of those done. Uh, let's see. Now that I've already started out of order, um, six episodes of the X Files. I did that and I did most of it while on the treadmill. Um, so I was happy to get in some steps there. Uh, I, I mentioned that I wanted to meet up with my childhood friend who is going through the loss of his wife. I reached out, I think, three or four different times, and we just it's we just haven't been able to get our schedules to align yet. So no points there. Um, definitely put in the effort and I'm uh, going to keep that there. You know, I don't care about the points with this one. I just, you know, want to be able to spend some time with them. So I'm going to yeah. keep trying to figure that out. It's just been hectic. Um, okay. This one, I, I, I talked about researching and looking for a therapist. I gave myself one out of two points because I did look into it. Um, but <laughs> I, <laughs> there's a big butt here. They, oh, it's a huge one. So I looked into it. And one of the things I was looking at, I think it was better help, which is one of the online ones where they pair you up. It just kind of seemed like one of the easiest routes. And I went through the process. I signed up and then I started seeing like the cost of it. 
And that's when I was like, oh. mm, I'm too cheap for therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I, I, I did, I did look up some of like the, some of the things I'm dealing with and kind of just getting the general, like, you know, here are some things you, you should do. And I think I'm going to kind of try that, kind of try it without a therapist first, just mm-hmm. being total cheapskate here. Just seeing like, what can I look up that they're going to tell me that I can figure out for free and just things that I can try and work on. And if things do digress and get worse, then yes, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll go into that route. So I gave myself one point because I was like, yeah, I did it, but I kind of did it um, half-heartedly. Um, well, you probably did it full-heartedly and then you saw the, the price tag. Well, then, uh, Gosh, you know, I, I hate that. something to be said for that though. That, I hate I that mean, I've become this cheapskate dad, but like, and it wasn't even crazy expensive. But it was just like, I saw the price and then it was like per session, which is probably like per week or maybe twice a month. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not putting that in the budget. Nope, just not. So, hey, hey a lot of gamers talk about how gaming is their um, therapy. So, yeah. you know, spend the money in gaming and then sit down, play a game and get your feels out that way. Well, if it, if it gives you any indication, I've never had Game Pass because I don't like the idea of monthly subscriptions of it coming out. Um, I I was I wasn't one of those people going online and ripping apart Sony for the price hike, but I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to do this again. The only reason I probably will is my son plays online with PlayStation. But last year. Last year I came to him. I was like, look, you have to pay for at least half of this. Cause I was like, I haven't used it at all. And I was like, if it was up to me, I'd just get rid of it. I was like, I don't really game online hardly. I, I game online with you and that's maybe a couple times a year. So I'm like right. eh, 70 bucks. Like, nah. and it's, here's the thing. If I was only a PlayStation guy or only an Xbox guy or only a Nintendo guy, if I was only one of those, I'd probably get whatever they had. But I tend to play across all of them and I don't have time to really play a lot. So there might be months that go by that I don't touch one console or another. Um, when I do play them, I'm happy to, I just, I don't know. I, I struggle to invest monthly uh, dollars into those type of things. Yeah. I'm right um, with you. We don't get the game pass anymore, but I do get the Xbox gold and I found a cheap deal on it. And it's just so my kid can play Minecraft online. Yeah. But she's not old enough to have a job. As soon as she is, she's buying her own Xbox subscription. <laughs> I right. totally get you. I don't use it for the exact same reasons you said. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. I think the only other one that I checked off was I wanted to be one week uh, caffeine free. I've been off caffeine for a couple of weeks with a few exceptions. I've had like maybe one a week randomly. Um so I did give myself the full points for that because I'm not drinking it daily. I'm not drinking it morning, noon, and night. Um, and I'm not having any cravings. Um, the only, I, I am so back and forth on this and this is why I always go off caffeine and go back. One of the reasons why the last couple of weeks I haven't played any games is because I normally play late at night and now being off caffeine, I'm just too freaking tired mm, when, yeah. when it's 11 o'clock at night and the house is finally quiet. I'm like, okay, here's my time. I'm like, I'm going to sleep and maybe it's good that I'm getting the extra rest, but I also kind of hate it. And I hate the fact that I'm just dragging so many days just because, um, just cause I feel like I'm always running, running, running. And while caffeine doesn't give you energy, it kind of just blocks the feelings of being tired. So it just, you know, mentally tricks your body, which mm-hmm. isn't great either. Um, 
but yeah, so I'm, I'm still debating what I'm going to do there. I don't know. But anyways, let's get over to your side quests. <laughs> well, I'm, I like anytime you do a goal, I like that you do it in moderation. And so you allow for a little bit of caffeine, you know, unlike mine, I'm all in and then I'm miserable. So at least, you know, you had those moments where you're like, you know what, once here or there is, is fine. And, and overall, you're probably healthier for it. You're getting more sleep. Yeah, you're getting a little less game time, but last month was super hectic, so we'll get we'll get back to it. Um, okay, so as far as my side quest, I'm just going to focus on one because I got one point on a lot of my goals where I kind of did a little bit, but didn't quite do it how I wanted. For example, my family reunion, I wanted to be fully planned two weeks ahead of time. I wasn't quiet, but I, but it, the family reunion went really well, and we were fully planned and I did do some stuff not last minute so um I was just glad to have that behind me because that was a big ordeal and it was but it was great fun to get the whole family together so there was a lot of things like that where my goals were really tight and I just didn't quite get it but I I still got it done if that makes sense just didn't get done in the time frame that I had wanted but the big one that I'm just going to focus on is completing the landscaping in the front, front yard now that was completing everything except the grass. Now I'm giving myself two points here because it's not technically 100% complete, but it is, it's ready for sod. And what we uh, have done recently since the last show is we've been able to put down a ton of weed paper. We've planted $800 in plants and I've uh, hauled in 6,000 pounds of rock and put in drip lines, and so it's a, been a massive undertaking, and one of the reasons I'm tired at night is that has been an incredible amount of physical labor yeah. that I, I didn't appreciate how physical it would be, but I'm also very grateful that I have been on this fitness kick and have been exercising because I know it went a lot better, and I haven't had any injuries because I've been a more physically active within the last year, but I, I I didn't really track how many calories I and I don't know if there's really a way to track doing this yard work. But I mean, I work all day on the weekends. I, I think I told you last night, up at seven a.m. wasn't done till nine p.m. Sweating, covered in muck and dirt and grime, and but man, it feels good. And so that's kind of why I'm focusing on that one because we're really liking how it's turning out. We're really proud that. We're the ones doing the work, saving obviously some money in the long run. So um, that's my big focus. That's really one of my only side quests that I got two points on. The other one that I got two points on was my MacBook fell out of my bag and hit the ground and I took it into the MacBook store. And what's so funny about that is I really only thought it was superficial and I just, it was brand new and I just since I had Apple Care, it was worth it for me to spend a hundred bucks to get it looking nice again. Well, they right. send it back to me with like a list of all these things that it damaged. They replaced oh, the no. screen and the motherboard and like just all this stuff. And I was like, oh man, I did a lot more damage than I thought I did. So I'm glad I took it in do you, and do you think, it's all fixed now. Do you think they lean on the side of caution? Like this looks questionable, fix it. Um, it's not like you probably they said about your screen, but yeah, no, they said they test everything once they get it in there. 
And so <laughs> once they opened it up, um, and I did have issues with one of the ports not working on the side that it got dropped, and they mentioned how they replaced all of those. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. They, I'm sure they err on the side of caution as well. And they had warned me that they might charge me an extra $200 if there was more damage done, and they didn't. And Good. they they fixed way more than they said they were going to fix, but didn't charge me more for it. So it was only a hundred bucks to get all that fixed, and it was a something like a seven hundred dollar repair. Okay, wow. <laughs> so buy your buy your warranties and your insurance. That's the theme of that. So yeah, there we go. So all said in total, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven points, and. We'll talk about what happened to those points next. So we'll go into our because they disappeared pretty quickly. And okay, wh- why? Why <laughs> did they yeah, disappear? So, so we had we had the bright idea of really pushing ourselves and doing the double or nothing. And that, that was bright a, idea was that that was a catastrophic failure for the most part. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll get the I'll do the good news first. The good okay. news was my exercise goal, 25 minutes of exercising four times a week minimum. I killed that one. Um, nice. I was getting way more than 25 and I was getting more than four days a week. So I felt really good about that. Four points there. Sorry. Way to go. You got the got double points on that one. Yeah. Okay. Bad news for me <laughs> was my eating goal was to have max one cheat day a week, record calories on all days, including cheat days, no binging. Well, my first cheat day I had, I was on schedule. I kind of forgot about the no binging part. Like it was an honest mistake. And I remember I texted like Brett because I yeah. remembered it later in the day and it was too late. Like I'd already ate way too much. And I was like, Brett, I really screwed up. And so I did not get that. Um, I think the month, I'd say three fourths of the month I did well, once near the end of the month, I didn't do as good. I don't know. I just kind of lost motivation knowing that I screwed up. So that's kind of in a lot of ways why I kind of tier my goals to make it so I can still, you know, try and not lose motivations. Cause I know you're like an all in or all out type thing where I'm like, I know I'm going to screw up at some point. Um, so I did, I messed up that one negative four points there. I'll let you, uh, get over to your uh, eating and your fitness goal. Yeah. I, you know what? I just, you had said at the beginning of the show that if COVID had been the cause of me losing double points to not count that against me, and I'm just double checking this right now. And I'm realizing that like you, my eating goal, I screwed up before COVID and mine was to only have two cheat days a month. And you warned me not to have a cheat day on my daughter's birthday because it was something like five or seven days after we recorded our show. And you're like, go longer, early. go longer, yeah. go longer. Well, I had a cheat day on her birthday. And then about a week later, I had another cheat day. So I ended up having three cheat days and then I got COVID. So I'm losing the double points there. But as I'm looking at it, I totally forgot I was doing fine on my strength, one run, one yoga until COVID hit. Give yourself so, those points. So I'm I'm not going to give myself four points. No, no, you should. Because co- I should. So, yes, something like COVID. Look, I'm not going to hold that against you. That's just ridiculous. It's out of your control. Um, and okay. we set these goals up, you know, as a way to motivate ourselves. But there's once you get COVID, that's kind of all 
out the window. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and I'm really wor- – go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just say, too, and, and I know it doesn't feel good on the um, eating goal to put a negative four there, but, you know, three cheat days in a month isn't horrible by any stretch of the imagination, so I wouldn't beat yourself up over that either. But. You know, you know, I'm actually not beating myself up over that at all because good. when the COVID hit, um, I couldn't – uh, so I had the three cheat days, but then I did find during COVID, in fact, I lost my sense of taste and smell, which the other two times I had COVID had never happened before. And it was so interesting because the only things that sounded good were like fresh fruits and bread, unfortunately. So I did eat a lot of bread, <laughs> <laughs> but they were like, but I I mean, that's all I ate. I, protein didn't sound good. Um, treats didn't sound good. So I pretty much stayed within my calorie goal for the rest of the month. Right. And I did really eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. So I actually feel my body, like my gut, my digestive system. You know how if you eat a lot of crap, you can just – it's just yeah. not oh, functioning yes. well. Yes, I know. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you know. <laughs> and um, uh, so I, I feel fine that way. So I think I'm actually – I'm not beating myself up about losing those four points. But I definitely – need to be more honest with myself about my cheat days. I think I just need to, you know, what worked for me before was just one cheat day or one cheat meal, not a whole day, but one cheat meal and a dessert a week. And we talked about last month, we need to get back to what worked. Well, yep. that worked because it's about this balance and I'm, I'm pushing, I think I've been pushing too hard because I didn't push hard enough to maintain. So I lost, you know, I, I, I reached my fitness goals, but then I didn't maintain very well. And then instead of going back to what worked, I started pushing too hard. And I think that's my problem right now. Well, one of the things I've been thinking about, and this this might sound almost like a cheat, and I, I don't necessarily mean it that way, but I think it's important to set up goals in a manner that are achievable. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with setting up a quote-unquote easy goal, but then also having like a secondary goal, maybe that you're not expressing on the podcast. But, you know, if you were to say like, Hey, one cheat day a week that, and that was a goal you set on the show, like, that's fine. That's great. But then if in your head, you're like, I really want to try and push it and go a little farther, nothing wrong with that. But I think sometimes when, when you, when you think that I want to push it and then go farther, but then you put that as your actual goal, you almost make it too hard and you don't give yourself any leniency. Um, Sometimes it sounds bad on the pod, or at least I think it sounds bad on the podcast. And we're like, we didn't get this. We didn't get that. But then on yeah. the whole, we might still be doing okay. There are times where I'm not doing okay. Like, don't let me, <laughs> don't let me tease you, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so sometimes it's almost better. I, I think this is just me to set these easy goals that we can be like, yes, that still, you know, even if it pushes us forward slowly, we're still making progress. And that's one of the things yeah. I'm going to talk about with my goals this month. Um, is I, I had to like really stop and I've been frustrated because I feel like the last couple of months I haven't made the progress I've wanted to make. So Mm -hmm. I'm just making really baby steps because I get frustrated and then I do destructive things. I eat poorly. I I almost feel like I give up. Mm. And so I'm trying to set these baby goals where I could say like, Hey, if I do this little amount, but I'm still moving forward, like, yeah, like it might not be on track for like my yearly goal. But at this point I'm almost kind of like, who cares? I just need to make sure I'm making progress, whatever that is, instead of saying, ah, I don't think I'm going to get it. So let's just be destructive. Right. That is 
you're a wise man, but that may be one of the wisest things I've heard you say that whole speech. And it really hit hard for me because that's exactly been my problem is um, not. And I think you're using the word easy and it's not it's not easy to even. It's not. I, I think consistent, consistent to to improvement and not giving up. Like you're saying, that's that's. The hardest thing is, is you're just too hard on yourselves and you give up. If you're just consistently growing a little bit at a time, you're going to see results or you're going to feel better. So thank you, because that's what I needed to hear this month. Well, so I'll tell you this, like this, um, I told you this before the show, but when I do set my goals, they're only as far as my eating and my fitness goal, I'm only going to allow myself one point because we are already 10 days into the month and the first nine days have not gone well for me. Um, so when I was setting my goals, I was like, look, it, it, it's going to be disingenuous if I say starting today for the rest of the month, I didn't want to do that necessarily and say, I'm going to get full points. But I also didn't want to give myself goals that I'd already would have broken. Like I should have set my goals at the beginning of the month. And maybe that's something we really need to be better about is regardless of when we record um, is to just have our goals set. Um, but we didn't do that. And so here I was yesterday looking at my goals and well, I, I had like, mindset. Speak for yourself. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I, I did <laughs> I'm gonna, not. I'm going to give myself two points if I get my goals because I had mindset. Yeah, no, and that's fine. I, I did not. So I was like, okay, I need to set goals that are for the rest of this month, but I'm also not going to give myself full credit. And one of the things too, I so I weighed myself this morning and I was not happy with what I saw on the scale. Uh, it, it's not like it's horrible. I'm still down a lot of weight, but I definitely gone up a little bit. And so I was looking at this thinking like, okay, I've had this goal for like the past two months of a number I wanted to get to. And I haven't got there. I've got kind of, you know, got beat myself up a little bit and, and gained weight. So now I'm just like, okay, look, and this is not a goal I'm actually setting for the show, but I was like, I want to lose three pounds the rest of the month. That's not crazy, but I just want to start seeing the scale go down and Mm -hmm. three pounds over the next 20 some days for me should if I'm doing what I should be, should be very achievable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of almost had to say like, okay, stop beating yourself up over the fact that you're not where you want to be and just say, okay, I'm drawing a line in the sand and I just need to make progress. Even if it's mm-hmm. a little bit, I just need to make some progress. And right. Right. Keep making progress. Right. Another way of maybe saying that, or at least this is how it came across in my head. Instead of setting a goal of where you want to be, set a goal of where you can be if yes. you do the right things. Yes. Yeah. Because right? if you set a goal where you want to be, but it's not obtainable yeah. because it's not realistic, then then you're just setting yourself up for or, failure. Or even if it's, or even it's just because I screwed up. So what, I guess what I'm trying to say is if I don't reach my yearly goal, or if, let's say, how this, I'll say this in a different way. If it takes me instead of 12 months to reach my 12 month goal, if it takes me 18 months, I don't care as long as I get there, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily like a, I'm not racing against anyone necessarily. I'm just trying yeah. to make progress and may, maybe I stumble and I fall and maybe it takes a little bit longer, but I still want to get there. It's like when you run a marathon, people say you're not, re- and I've never had one. I think you have, <laughs> but, but it's what, what I've been told Brett, is you're not racing. Maybe I against, should speak to this. Yes. You're not racing <laughs> against everyone else. You're racing against yourself, right? Yeah. Well, you, let me tell you my first marathon experience. 
everyone kept telling me who'd run marathons, Brett, Brett, you're going to want to run fast. You're going to have adrenaline. You're going to feel really good that day because you've trained for it. You've trained hard. You're ready for this race and your, your body's just ready to go to fight that hold back, hold back, hold back. And so I did, and it was downhill, my first marathon, almost the whole thing. And, but the first, I'd say 20 miles were down a Canyon. You start way up, you know, in, in a Utah Wasatch mountain, and then you end near Salt Lake city. But the last five miles, you're actually in the city, but I'll never forget just so many people passing me, just tons and tons and tons and tons of people passing me. And when I got into the Valley out of the Canyon and hit the city roads for the first time, I passed at least two dozen people on the side of the road that I'd seen earlier that were sitting down sick, throwing up, injured, hurt themselves because they had gone so fast down the canyon that they had beat themselves. Yes. And and I and all those people's uh, the voices of them telling me to slow down came back into my head at that moment. I was so grateful because I I probably wouldn't have finished the race and I would have not gone on to do any other marathons had that been my first experience. But I, but because I took it slow, I was able to, you know, see that it's possible to finish something like that and then go on and do a couple more. And uh, so there's that metaphor is so true. And even if you're not a marathon runner, it applies because you can visualize what that looks like. But I just want to right. share my own firsthand experience with it because, man, it was so true. It really was. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll let you. I think we've gone over. Do we? I think we went over everything. Uh, yeah, okay, I think so we're all. Oh, the wanna, only thing I didn't say. Yes. Uh, yeah, is our our totals. Our totals. Yes, that's what so I was going to have I, you do. Oh, perfect, perfect. Okay. Yes. So, um, not as bad as we thought. We both went up two levels. So the the double negative hurt us a little bit, but we didn't get, um, we didn't go backwards and. You didn't extend your lead, so you're still within striking distance, and I appreciate that, that you, we were able to come to an agreement on what is um, realistic, <laughs> given my circumstances with the COVID. So you're at level 26, my friend, and I'm at level 24. Way too... Now, I will say, though, if you win the minigame, you'll bump up to level 27. If I win the minigame... I'm staying at level 24. So there's there's a little bit riding on this mini game. Here. Okay. Well, let's go through this mini game quick cuz I'm looking at the time here. I'm like and I know you have an appointment. I'm like, "Brett, we got to get going." So. All right, let's do it. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> let's get into the mini game. Okay. So I'm hoping that I'm remembering the rules of this minigame because it's one we've done before. Um, but basically, we each have three food items. Is that correct? That's that correct. Okay. That's what I've got. And I'm going to give you three choices on calorie count and see if you could pick the correct one. I don't remember if no. that's what we did last time or did we do it within a range? We did it within a range because if we do it that way, I'm not prepared. Okay. Then let's do it within <laughs> a range because I don't. I, I was going to make up the, other, the wrong answers as we went. So... <laughs> Um, we c now, now the range though is what I don't remember. So we could say, I swear it was, I, we were gonna do a percentage, like something like twenty percent. Can you calculate that in your head? Let's, let's that is do, hard. Should we just say within fifty calories? That's that's fair. Let's do fifty. Let's calories. say within fifty calories. All right. Okay. So here is my first one. Ooh, Scooby Doo. 
Scooby-Doo crackers. This is one ounce, so it's not a whole lot. There's a lot of air in there. Okay. Not yeah. a whole lot. It's one little pouch. These okay. are, I'm trying to turn it around so you can see the back. These are baked graham cracker cinnamon snacks. These are something my kids take to lunch. I don't okay. eat these. Um, I do. And, and, and the serving is a whole package. Okay. I'm going to say 120 calories. Goodness, it is 120 calories. <laughs> right on. Do I get an extra bonus point for getting spot on? No. <laughs> uh, I might. Okay, I'm not going to jinx myself. Knock on wood. Uh, that was a good way to start. Okay, I'm going to start with a traditional one like you, but then I have two very non-traditional ones. Oh. So, hmm. so the traditional one is a bag of trail mix. And I love trail mix, right? Oh, trail mix is high in calories, Yeah, yeah. Now, it. this particular trail mix, because not all trail mixes are alike. You know, some got the fancier nuts or the different types of uh, fruit. So let me tell you what's in here. This has um, peanuts, almonds, M&Ms, and raisins. So very basic. And a serving size is three tablespoons. Now, you can see the size of this bag. Josh, there are five servings in the bag. You know, you should probably put the bag down because I just saw the calorie count. So <laughs> <laughs> they put the calories on the front of the bag? Who does they, that? They said 170, so. Uh... Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Hey, we both got it exactly right <laughs> on our first one. That's okay because my next two are a little trickier. Okay, so, sorry. Um, I, I wasn't looking for it. Hilarious. It was right in my face, I 170, didn't... and I'm like, ah. Uh, I'm not used to, well, the nutrition thing is on the back, which yeah. is what I was looking at. And I guess on the front, they have a little cheat sheet for you. Well, so you just Oops. gave me a freebie. Okay. Okay. So I have raisins. yogurt covered raisins. Oh, yogurt covered. Okay. Yogurt. So a serving size is one box. It says 28 grams. I'm sure you're familiar with the size of the box. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I like these as a, as a snack. I do eat these. Um, hmm. So I'm, I'll just, leave uh, is there anything fancy about this yogurt? Is it Greek yogurt, regular yogurt, anything like that? Oh gosh! Sometimes yogurt it's, can it's be regular. high in calories. It's not, it's, it's not Greek because I hate okay. Greek yogurt. So okay, all right. Well, uh, pretty much it's a denser food, so it's going to be a little higher in calorie than I'm going to say ninety calories. Okay, you're within range. It is also a hundred and twenty. I was actually going to say hundred and twenty again, but then I'm like, no, what are the chances? Okay, cool. All right, okay, this is a fun one because. Um, Okay, Brett, make sure you don't give this one away, though. <laughs> oh, no. There's no way to give this one away. Oh, you want to know why? What am I holding? Oh, a pear. A pear. Now, but here's the thing. Whenever you go to log food like this, it's an estimate. Okay? And so that's why I chose this one. Because based on the size. I, not, yeah, based on the size. But we're not doing it based on the size. Hold on a sec. I got a scale. And I oh. weighed this pear earlier. And it weighed, hold on, I'm going to pull it up here, seven, what was that, right? Yeah, 7.25 ounces. So how many calories is in a 7.25 ounce pear? Okay, I don't eat, a lot. I like pears, but I don't really eat a lot of them. Mm -hmm. um, it's probably something I should add because it is a fruit that I enjoy. You know, mm -hmm. most fruits aren't crazy. Like I, like I'll have a banana in my smoothie and that's like 80 calories. Mm -hmm. Um 
and that's dense, but there's probably more sugar and stuff. Gosh. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say a hundred calories. You are within range, my friend. 117. Okay. I'm a, okay. I might eat this right now because I'm actually craving a snack. So this would okay. be a healthy snack. So while you do your last one, we're all tied up. Sure what do you got? See anything there? Okay. I have cliff bars. I have the peanut mm-hmm. butter, the crunchy mm. peanut butter cliff bars. Now, I don't have to look at this. I know how much these are. I actually really like these. And it's something if I need, if I have the calories and I uh, need something that's a little more sustainable than something yeah. like a little box of raisins. So that's kind of a hint in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, cliff bar, it's dense. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Well, One bar. Okay. I eat a lot of protein bars too, but not these cliff bars. So I'm not cheating. And I'll probably get it wrong anyway. I do know that my most dense protein bar is 300 calories, and my least dense is about 210 calories. Interesting. So I'm going to go, and and maybe yours is way different than that, but let's just go 225 calories. You're within range. It is 260. Oh, okay. It it is, as far as snacks go, it's a higher... A calorie set. Sometimes I'll have this just for breakfast if like it's a real busy day of work and I don't have because I start work at 7 a.m. So I normally step out for five minutes to make something. And if I don't have time, I'll just grab one of these. Um, so there you go. OK, OK. Well, so that, you that's got, the first you time got all got... three. Yeah, I know. It's the first time. That's the first time. So if you get this last one right, we'll just split the points one to one. No, no, no. Oh, right. that's right. We got to do paper, rock, scissors. Oh, my gosh. I lost <laughs> last time with that. And it was all like not in sync and stuff. OK, OK. All right. I know you like Thai food. So I thought, well, um, I'm probably one of the only people you know that has Thai food ingredients in his pantry because I lived in Thailand for two years. So one of the key ingredients in many, many Thai dishes you may or may not know is included in a dish is coconut milk. This is called chogdi. That means good luck. That's the brand. Okay. Coconut milk. Now, comes in a can, and there are five servings in a can, and a serving size is a third of a cup. How many calories are in coconut milk? Oh, gosh. I'm sorry if you can hear the dog barking. Uh, this is once again not a nightly recording. Um, I am going to go with... Third of a cup. I'm going to go with 150. It is only 50 calories. Oh, wow. Yeah, only 50. Okay. So you were not within range. So I win the mini game and we don't so have to you do paper, rock, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's my first legit win. I think the last time I won, I was... I don't know how I won, but it was. No, it I, th- was... I think you've. I think you've had one legit win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've only had one win, so this is only my second time winning that. That was good fun. I, yeah, we need to do that one again. I, I like that's one of our. Uh, that's the first game that we've repeated. Yes, and the the idea with the mini games is that we would repeat them, and I'm not creative oh. enough to think of a brand new one every single month. So yeah, no, that's um, a fun one though. Let's yeah. let's do that one again sometime. Okay, Soon. Brett, scoot over, make room on the couch. It's co-op time okay so last month we had a gaming co-op goal and so one of the things we talked about for our co-op goal this month is because we do kind of rotate them around is to do something health-wise and i'm trying to 
selfishly find motivation for myself to find time to get more steps in. Mm -hmm. So I mentioned to you, I was like, what if we have, instead of a typical, we either both do it or we both don't co-op goal. What if we have kind of like a walking, uh, competition. And I know that you're running around the school all day. So I, I feel like this is going to be motivation for me because I'm going to have to make sure that I'm getting, I sit at a desk all day long. I'm going to have to make sure that I'm getting out and finding time to get steps in. Um, so what we're going to do starting from, I guess we'll start tomorrow if that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. We'll start recording our steps daily. And I guess we'll just probably have to keep a tally of each day or, Either that or I think this would be more complex is to count them all up. I think it's just more just to have someone wins this day, someone wins that day. So, and then at the end of the month say, oh, Brett won 18 days, Josh won 10, you know, Brett wins. Oh, I like that. That's I think that, yeah. that'll just be easier. So that's because uh, if you get too far behind, then it's kind of like, eh, yeah, it's hard to catch back up. <laughs> I got to walk 20 miles today. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm actually worried you're not going to get as far behind as you think you are because... I have coworkers who wear Android or Fitbit devices, and I swear those suckers count twice as many steps as my Apple Watch. So you know, I don't think we're comparing apples and oranges when it comes to fitness devices. Apples. Um, <laughs> uh, this pair is really good, though. Well, I will say this. So I wear a Samsung watch. Uh, that counts. Well, it's actually my phone that counts the steps and pushes it over. And sometimes I'll go out on walks with my wife and we'll compare. And they're generally pretty close. I will say mine mm. gives me maybe a little more, but it's not that much. Um, right. And uh, also we have, we haven't really tested like, like swap watches. Cause it might be more, you know, longer leg type. I, I don't know. Um, but anyways, it, it, they are close. They're not perfect, but they're close. Okay. So well, let me tell you. Okay. Even, and you, I think it'll be fair too. Another reason it'll be fair is my energy is not back. And I have an assistant principal this year, and I've been making her do all the running around the last couple of weeks with my sickness. So yeah. well, I am not going to be running around as I as much as I usually am. And l let me frame it this way: for the couch or for the co-op goal, um, we both get two points if we record our walking. Right. Um, it's only one bone. It's a singular bonus point to the person that has the more daily wins. Um, okay. So someone can get three points on this. Yes. Yeah, someone can get three points, but if you, if you do it, you still get your two points. It's two, two. Okay. I like that. So that's one. So that's nice and simple. And I'm also using this because if, in fact, if I'm going to have to send this to you every day, I'm going to send you my calories every day. Anyway. Whether you want it or not, you don't have to do anything with it. It's just more, <laughs> I need to make sure that I'm doing that. Do it. Okay. So nice, simple, and quick. Uh, yeah. Let's get into the grind because this is probably going to take the most time and we are in a time crunch. And let's get into our side quests. Before we start our side quests, I want to apologize because it was such a crazy month. We didn't send a shout out for you to participate, meaning the listener, in our online co-op. I apologize. I'm going to try and be better at that this month. So, yeah, not, anyway. not a problem. Okay, so I'm going to go through mine and I'm going to go through rather quickly on most of them. Mm -hmm. uh, three episodes of X-Files. That's just to get me motivated to get on the treadmill. And I do like X-Files. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, deliver Brett's gift. Your birthday is coming up quickly. <gasps> It's in three days. Um, yes, it is. And <laughs> I'm not going to get to you before your birthday. I don't think I'll get to you in the next three days, but you already know what it is because I showed you. Yes. Um, it, I was feeling it, it was the nicest thing, guys. Josh was like, I know you're feeling really, really crappy, and I'm really excited about your gift. Would it make you feel better if I told you what it was right now? I'm really excited <laughs> about it. And it did. I felt better. Oh, good. So I know what it is. It's so cool. It's a, can I tell them what it is? Sure. Or do they have to wait? No, you can tell. <laughs> it's a neon sign of the University of Utah Feather and Drum logo. First of all, I love neon signs. Josh found me this really cool Xbox 360 neon sign that I is probably my favorite thing in my game room. And I love the Utes, and I watched the last two football games, and I'm totally in love with this season. It's the last season in the Pac-12, so I'm really trying to relish it. There's been some crazy stuff going on in college football these days. For those of you that follow it and all this realignment, people moving conferences. But did you watch the game yesterday? Yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. So it was a nice win in Baylor come from behind in the fourth quarter and score it was two an, touchdowns in the last uh, two minutes of the game. Ugly game. Ugly game. But it was, we pulled it out. So yeah. Super excited about my gift. I'm really trying to debate where to put it. I might put it in the basement with my pool table. That'd be or nice. Or maybe in my game room. So I'm not sure. But it's, it's going to be, it'll be cool. Well, I think when, when I first mentioned it to you, you mentioned the game room and I was thinking like, I mean, like I don't put it wherever you want, but I was thinking like, yeah, it might be better like in a garage or pool table. That, mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wherever I, you want. I think I'm going to put it in the basement where I do um, my editing for the show. Yeah. Ooh, right there. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is big and it is, br- I actually had to buy a dimmer because it is very bright. No, no way. Yeah. Okay. Um, but cool, it's yeah, very cool. Like the guy, this guy hand makes them and I was really impressed with the quality. So, mm-hmm. okay. So there's that. Uh, clean the garage was another one. Not a whole lot to say there. It's just gets messy every couple months. Um, so good I to s- do before the winter comes though. Oh, I yeah. need to do that. It's not one of my goals, but man, I saw that as one of your goals and I'm like, I need to add that. I need to add that, but I just don't have time. I'm freaking out cause it's going to be cold soon and I can't stand yeah. a dirty garage or cleaning a garage yeah. in the cold. Yeah. Um, once again, hanging out with my, f- my friend that I mentioned that we haven't been able to get together. So I'm just leaving that on there. Um, Daily logging the food. Um, oh, I see you added one. Brett's challenge help Brett Lace. Okay, well that's one I can mm-hmm, do two mm-hmm. and one. Is I could deliver your gift. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. That's so what there I was you go. Thinking. We'll have to. You'll have to let me know what time you're thinking, and and hopefully it can work. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. There was one or two others. Okay. Uh, sell a PS3 bundle. So I have that because I have like four PS3 bundles right now, and PS3s aren't selling very well for me, and they're just. Like it's going to take me a long time to sell four of them. I just want to get one out the door this month um, without mm. like giving it away. Um, but e- eBay has been great lately, but it's also kept me super busy. I was joking with my wife and you know, I kind of call it a side hustle, but in the summertime, I really should call it a second job. It is um, a second job because yeah. I've been basically, I was getting done with my job and then I was almost every single day running one place or another and going all over the valley. So anyways, I do want to clear out one of those at least. Um, the other thing I've listed, and this is what I talked about earlier, was a thing that you might convince me not to do. Uh, so I have to give a little background on this one. I set up a deal with a guy last month to buy a Steam Deck and a Nintendo Switch off of him. He lived kind of far away. We agreed to meet in the middle. And without giving too much 
background information on this guy, even though I'm not going to use his name. Um, he was kind of in a bad situation where he was homeless and he needed to sell these things to get the money to get his apartment. So he kept saying like, please don't flake out on me. Um, I need to sell these. I need this money for my down payment on my apartment. So I went and I got the switch. I got the steam deck. Um, the switch has long been since sold. Um, it was, there was, there's some interesting details, which I've told you offline about, like it was mm-hmm. one of the weirder deals I've made, but I, I kind of felt a little painted in a corner to help this guy out, even though things weren't exactly as described. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but anyways, it, it, it was unique and the steam deck though, he told me it was scratch free. It's got a big scratch on it. Um, and anyways, to, to back up until about two weeks ago, he reached out to me and was like, Hey, do you still have the steam deck? And I was like, yeah, I do. Um, and I had it listed. It hadn't done anything with it yet. He's like, my brother really, really wants it. Is there any way we could do a trade for something else I have? And this guy has a lot of stuff. Uh, one of the things he has are these orange spice game cubes, which I really want, which were only available in Japan. I mean, you can get them off eBay now, but so we set up basically a trade that he would give me kind of a pimped out orange uh, spice GameCube that's region free that can play here in the U.S. Uh, along with some other things just to make the money uh, match up for a fair trade. He's gone MIA like that was supposed mm. to be last week. It was a second time uh, that we had a meet set up that fell through on his end. And now he's kind of, I don't and know. He was worried about you flaking. Yeah. And now, now he's been ghosting me. I've messaged him just like, Hey, I just need to know. So anyways, here I have the steam deck and it's like, I can sell it, but I don't like selling things that are scratched up and dinged up and you don't get the full money. And so I've kind of gone back and forth on, do I sell this as is? Do I invest money into it to sell it? Which doesn't seem like it'd be worth it. Or do I just take this thing as a project? and have a steam deck again no no! <laughs> no you know the meme you know the meme of michael uh, yes, scott yes. no 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 that's the meme right now what are you thinking slap well, you slap you so here's, here, here's the thing <laughs> fix it yes fix it yes because you like to tinker i do like to tinker, sell it but then sell it but i'm just worried if i tinker with it um that i'm going to put more money than it'd be worth just to turn around and sell it. So I'm like, well, my biggest frustration with the steam deck was it was so much work to get some of these games running, but I also wasn't playing games that were always steam deck approved. Those ones are supposed to be a lot smoother. Right. And, and Brett, Oh, okay. Justification. Not, not, bring not, it on. not that I have time for this because I haven't, haven't played Starfield. Ah, but I've heard that you can play Fallout 4 on Steam Deck. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, Fallout we'll both 4 be playing. Portable. But, <laughs> well, <laughs> but here's here's the thing. I can still play Fallout 4 Portable because I have the, um, I can't think of the name of it, but basically I have this the device that plays that I can remote play my PS4, my Xbox, my PS5. So I, but I like the thought of like getting a new shell on the Steam Deck, getting, putting in the bigger uh, SSD hard drive, and just kind of tinkering with it in general. The screen here, here's kind of the funny thing. The reason I originally thought about tinkering is because the screen is scratched. I don't think I want to replace the screen. I've watched some videos on how to do it. I'm confident I can do it. You uh-huh. basically just have to do a full teardown 
And I think at that point, Steam has repair centers. I think I'd almost rather pay the money, even though I haven't seen how much it cost. Um, <laughs> but I think I'd almost <laughs> rather pay to have Steam replace the screen and then me tinker with it. So oh, like I man. said, I, I know you're going to try and talk me out of it. I, I, <laughs> I'm kind of trying to talk myself out of it, but I'm also kind of like, but it would be fun to tinker. So. Uh, anyways, I just have written Steam Deck. Basically, I just want to by next month either have uh, decided either if I'm keeping it to have started the process of sending it in or doing whatever, or to have listed it and getting it out the door. So I just want to make some resolution there because it's just been sitting there because I was holding on to it for this guy and now he's gone MIA. But I'm like, how much time do I give him? It's been a week and I've messaged him like five times, no replies. Yeah. So like, I'm like, did he, does his phone, did he not pay his phone bill and he doesn't have a cell phone anymore? Cause he, most people are just be like, he's flaking out and he's done, but he was just like, I really want to get this back from my brother. So I don't know. But anyways, I could talk about that for way too long. Um, so those are my side quests, Brett. What are yours? I am really <laughs> interested to see where you go with the steam deck thing. And if you really genuinely want me to talk to you out of it, I will, but you know, it could be fun for us it's, to be playing old Bethesda games when he yes. got his brand new shiny one out and I'm playing Skyrim and you're playing Fallout 4. It's one of those <laughs> things where I, I honestly don't know what I want to do with it. Um, mm. I'll probably sell it. But like I said, the idea of kind of pimping out a Steam Deck is still kind of fun to me. So mm-hmm. anyways, well this, well, this would be the big intriguing thing of the month. Uh, this is the thing I'm looking forward to most about our next podcast to see okay. where this goes. Because uh, you always get some great ideas, and you're good at tinkering, so this could this could be fun. This could be fun. I'll I'll do I'll do whatever you want. And 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 real quick, there is a white skin you can put on it, Brett. <gasps> okay, okay. <laughs> that okay. I really like the look of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you've sold me now. That's it. I now support you and <laughs> getting that. All right, I'm gonna do. You did a great job going through your side quests. I had originally thought about not talking about all of mine, but I'm just going to touch on them really quick because I really want to make up some ground. I really tried to pick things this time that I honestly that are realistic. I think some of my side quests last time were going above and beyond what I normally do. These are things that I normally do, but have just kind of gotten away from. And so I'll start with I, I see. I see one of yours that I might put up an argument about, but you go ahead. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You can put an argument when we get there. The one I was going to say is um, I have a lot of things I like to do. I'm really into photography and editing and music and theater and gaming and fitness. And I just, I, I get so spread so thin sometimes that some of my core um, hobbies go by the wayside. And one of my core hobbies is playing the piano. And I just, I've got this beautiful Yamaha baby grand piano that I never play. And so, this is something I wrote for a goal to play that twice this month. So this, that kind of sets the stage for the rest of my side quests. They're a lot like that. The things that I should be doing that I have, I'm just not doing. So I want to play the piano twice. Um, I got, speaking of second jobs, I got a second job. <laughs> You're going to think I'm absolutely nuts, but here's the deal. My next door neighbor works for Delta. He's kind of a big wig at Delta. Delta has always had Utah as a big hub of theirs. And in fact, the NBA arena where the jazz play used to be called the Delta Center in the 90s. And Delta just 
um, renewed that partnership. And people are actually really excited about that to have it be called the Delta Center again. And the airport in Salt Lake City is being expanded just for Delta. Delta's giving all this extra money to the Salt Lake City International Airport to expand it. And what this means is they're hiring a lot of people. So my neighbor said, Brett, you should apply. I'll put in a good word for you. And here's why. You can trade most of your shifts away. He said they hire so many people and so many want people want the extra hours. He said you could just you know do some weekends here and there or maybe in the summer when you're not as busy being a principal and then just get those flight benefits because the flight benefits are you can fly anywhere in the world for free. It's just on standby. But he says he's never had any problems with it because there's a internal system you can log into and see what the standby or what the ticket sells are like and choose a like weekend based on that. And he said he's all, all he ever does is just add one extra day for travel and he's never had any problems. And he goes to Guatemala and Europe and all these places. And we really want to travel a lot. And that would save so much money. Plus, who couldn't use a little extra cash for working one or two weekends uh, a year? So I applied. 1,200 people applied. 200 people were interviewed, and they hired about 100 of us. So I got the job. Yay! So I'm super excited. So one of my goals... Yeah, thank you. One of my goals is to complete all the pre-hire paperwork. I got some emails this weekend telling me I need to do that. And my first day is September 29th. Now... It's going to be brutal this first month because they do training and I have to attend, uh, I have to work 40 extra hours a week for four weeks. So October, I ain't going to have no fitness and no gaming. Well, but my job is very physical because they're starting me at the bottom, obviously, and I'm just going to be loading luggage onto airplanes. So that's going to be my fitness goal next month. Little spoiler alert. Okay. Um, Anyway, I spent a lot of time on those first two goals. I'm going to go through the rest quickly, okay? Josh, I've been loving playing the place, uh, the handheld so much. I'm going to pre-order a PS Portal. This is the one you're going to push back on? This is the one. And, and, and <laughs> do, do whatever you want to do, Brett, at the end of the day. But here, here's the only thing I'm going to say. Okay. A, that thing's ugly as sin, and you know it. <laughs> Um, I don't care, but I like the haptic controllers. uh, Okay, that's the only argument I would say for the PS Portal is the haptic controls. You could probably, like, the thing that I, I I always forget the name of it, the Logitech G Cloud. There you go. Ah, there it is. There are other options that would also allow you to play your Xbox remotely. PlayStation How much was the Logic G Cloud? How much was that? I think it was 300. Okay. Because the price is really uh, alluring. And I have what's a the PlayStation price of the portal? One ninety nine. But Josh, okay. I have a PlayStation credit card that I've been accruing all these points on, and, the, and they're worth double if you buy something through PlayStation. So I could probably get it for hundred bucks. That's why. Also, I'm of getting this. Ha- have you seen Have you seen those controllers that attach to your phone? I just sold one on eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen I just those. The, brand new. They're like a hundred bucks. Now the yeah. only downside of that is when you're playing obviously your phone you know if someone sending you texts or whatever you're not gonna get those i don't think you'll get them um mm-hmm. but that's a cheaper i don't know do whatever you want i, I just like <laughs> the idea of something that if you're gonna play something remote play something that'll let you play your xbox as well i i agree with that but i'm such a playstation guy and i'm what i'm really looking at is i've pre-ordered three games for my playstation and i have 
migrated the PlayStation to the basement for my daughter so she can play VR down there because it just doesn't work as well upstairs. And I hate playing in the basement. I'd rather play in bed, upstairs, or in my game room. And so I'm thinking it might be worth it for me to get something that just works really well with PlayStation for those three games that I have yeah. pre-ordered. Is, is your PlayStation hardwired? It is hardwired. To and I mean, an as long as you're as long as you're in the same Wi-Fi, like I haven't had any problems, but I've been hardwiring everything just because. But mm-hmm. okay, well, I mean, I'd still be curious to see what you think of it. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, if so. anything, it could be like one of these things where I play for these three games and then sell it, and then we have one of us to report back on the podcast and kind of how it goes. Yeah. So I, I think it's I think it's it's intriguing it's, me. It's an interesting piece of tech but yeah yeah it's very interesting i was just gonna say another big selling point for me is those credit card points yeah i've been buying a lot of stuff okay for the yard and stuff okay Okay. fair enough okay i've i've spent too long so real quickly i'm gonna log my food daily because it's not part of my eating goal but it's just something that helps me so i'm gonna do that another thing i really have been wanting to do and i i took a ton of spanish classes kind of like the piano i can play the piano but if you don't practice it you just don't keep up on it I can understand so much Spanish, but I just don't speak it very well. And it would be so valuable for my job. You so uh, gonna... you also don't spell it very well on on our spreadsheet. Spinach. <laughs> Spinach. <laughs> Spinach. Yeah. Oops. I was in a hurry to prep you're for fine. today's show. Yeah, so fine. I'm going to, all I'm going to do is check out Rosetta Stone from the library. I just want to see what it's about. This goal has nothing to do with me actually practicing Spanish yet or get, trying to get better at it. Just, Check out the thing from the library. Okay. Uh, I'm going to complete six more hours of my post-master's degree class. That will give me a little pay raise. I'm going to play 10 hours of Skyrim. I'm going to play Kirby with Ruby twice. We've been trying to finish. That's our next game we've been working on together. I bought a new Rummy game because we love to play Rummy. I want to play that with the family. I bought an Oregon Trail game a couple months ago I mentioned on the podcast and we never got around to playing it. So a lot of these are things that I normally do. I normally play games with my kids so but i'm just um, there's specific games i purchased recently that are sitting in shrink lap shrink wrap that i want to play and since i have so many goals because i'm trying to catch up to you i'm going to make a chart of all my goals and post it by my bed so i can see and not forget i noticed last month that i thought i did worse than i did because i didn't have them written down i wasn't checking on them very regularly because of how busy I was. And I think this will really help me stay more focused. I have already signed up to run a 5k and I'm really worried about it because I've been so sick and haven't been exercising. So this is kind of not just run it, but survive, (laughs) actually run it, not walk it, not walk it, not walk it. And then my last one, I challenged you to help me. So we are, as I said, ready for the sod. We are ready for grass, and we need lots of help. So if you happen to bling my birthday present on a day we're laying sod, I'll give you two extra bonus points if you help Woo-hoo. me with my last and final side quest, which is to get some grass. Okay. Also, real quick, while we're talking, you're mentioning playing games with your daughter or daughters. Mm-hmm. Did we ever go over our gaming goals last month? I don't know. I don't know if I'm just having a stroke and can't remember that. Um but I don't know that we ever, I think we skipped right over that. 
we must have skipped over that because we did, we, neither one of us did it. So <laughs> we just both got zeros. So that's okay. When we talk about our gaming goal for this month, we can mention what our last month was and why we okay. got zero on it. But in fact, that's where we are in the show. We're ready for our main quests. Okay. Well, let is let's get right into it. So I'll talk about my gaming goal. So my gaming goal last month was to beat Disney Illusion Islands with my kids. We did not. Actually, after we recorded, I don't think we played it again. Uh, Not that we didn't like it or anything, but I've hardly played anything over the last three. Actually, I don't think I have played really anything in about three weeks. Um, With maybe a little little bit of metroid i i think i've mentioned that i've just been stretched thin and not being on the caffeine so late at night i've been doing ebay till really late and then i'm just crashing out um that's gonna start slowing down for sure it's just that time of year for me where ebay yard sales slow down ebay slows down so my gaming goal for this month is to finish metroid prime remastered really enjoying it I really want to get it done and I really want to get into Starfield. So hopefully sooner than later. Um, but yes, finish Metroid. That is my gaming goal. What is yours? Well, mine from last month made an appearance this month as a side quest. And that was to play Kirby. I was going to, I wanted to play some more with, with Ruby. She did ask me once to play it and I wasn't feeling very good. And I felt really bad. She's like, I want to play Kirby. And I'm like, Oh, it's one of those days where dad doesn't want to do anything. Cause he's got a high fever. And, so anyway, we'll continue that as a side quest. But my main gaming quest is to use this beautiful room I have. And the game I'm playing up here is Cyberpunk. And I thought about making a goal to finish Cyberpunk, but I've done that three times and have not finished this game. I'm enjoying this game, kind of like you're enjoying Metroid Prime, but it's a slow burn for me. Right. So rather than my goal being focused on cyberpunk my my goal is to just get up here get my butt up the stairs sit in my gaming room for just just an hour for the two times the rest of the month that seems so minimal but because i've been doing so much gaming downstairs and it's been so convenient i've got to really force myself to do this and i really do want to finish cyberpunk but i'm not ready to make a goal to finish it until i can get back into the habit of at least playing it yeah so my goal is to just get up here and play it yeah, I think that's a fair enough goal. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna not gonna argue argue with you on that one. Okay, so my fitness goal, and like I mentioned earlier, is kind of drawing that line in the sand, saying for the rest of the month I want to walk or exercise three times a week. I didn't put a time frame on it. Um, I mean, probably realistically twenty minutes or more, um, but I just want to make sure that I am actively either hopping on the treadmill or um, getting out, taking the dog for a walk. Uh, like I said, I'm hoping that it's a lot more than three times a week. And I'm hoping that, you know, I'm able to go for long sessions, but, um, just every day is like taking kids to soccer, taking kids to basketball, taking kids to football, to cheer. It's, it's been, there's been something going on every single night lately. So I don't want to put a time frame on it. I just want to make sure that I'm making it a priority to at least get out and do it. Yeah. Good for you. Um, speaking of people who are, are trying to get 
make it a priority. I got to give a huge shout out. I should have done this during the couch co-op because I had a friend help me deliver some rocks yesterday and we watched the football game together. He recently got divorced and, um, you know, that's a, that's a hard thing to go through and it can get you down. And one of the things I love about fitness is it can lift you back up, make you, you know, make you feel, um, accomplished and, and get endorphins going and just kind of get the happy juices going again. And he has been waking up at 4am every day, seven days a week for the last two months. I'm going to the gym for two hours. He's wow. lost 30 pounds, probably more than that. Cause he's gained a lot of muscle too. Cause right. I, I think he's probably lost 50 pounds and put on 20 pounds of muscle. So huge shout out to Andrew Morgan Congratulations, and he's he's the inspiration for the month for me. Wow, that's awesome. I do want at some point to uh, make a goal to go work out with him, but I'm on a weekend so I can come back and have a nap because 4 a.m. <laughs> sounds like the witching hour. Yeah. My exercise goal is not to wake up at 4 a.m., but to just exercise because I've been so sick, and I thought about just doing an even – it's not an even, well, I guess it's kind of an even number 12. I thought I always, I always think of 12. I'm like, 12 sounds like 10 sounds not enough. 12 sounds good. So I thought I'll exercise 12 days. But then I thought, you know what? I was born on the 13th of September. This is the month of 13. So let's just make it a baker's dozen. So <laughs> that's how I came up with the number 13. It's very random, but okay. I want to exercise 13 times. But if you look at the calendar on what's left, and really, today's been the first day I felt good enough to exercise. So I don't feel like I'm cheating by not starting my goal until now because it really was impossible to exercise until now. So 13 times and all strength. I need to get some strength going again. Well, I got to be honest. You started talking about Baker's Dozen and I kind of spaced out for a minute because I just, I just had this vision of you talking about being born on the 13th of God being like, you know what? Throw him a Brett Bodden. Give him one extra. <laughs> a baker's dozen. <laughs> nice. Um, last time I had a baker's dozen with you was when we went to Las Vegas and we bought those donuts from the pink donut store. Ah, yeah. Well, they just expanded and built one in St. George, which is very near Vegas, about, what, an hour and a half out of Vegas, but it's, it's still in Utah. Yeah. And Janine and I are going to St. George at the end of this month for a short family vacation and she said to me this morning we have to go to the pink donut store oh boy so here we go that's what i think of when i think of a baker's dozen buckle I'm really up. excited for that buckle up <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna you're gonna have to loosen that buckle after that and and now let's talk about our eating goal let's do uh, it let's do it <laughs> hey i said i can have one cheat meal yeah. a, a week and that's gonna be my cheat meal okay so mine um, pretty similar to what I've done before, um, but just tweaked a little bit is I want to stay under calories six out of seven days a week for the remainder of the month. Um, nothing crazy to say there, but one of the issues that I've been running into with being so busy is that I haven't been great about meal planning. And a lot of times like when, you know, especially my wife's been working a lot. So there've been a lot of days where I'm like, I got to get the kids something to eat. And it's like, I've, I've had some really crazy days of work. Uh, we just went through an, an audit, which has just been horrible. Um, and so anyways, there've been a lot of days where it's like, 
it's five thirty, six o'clock. I haven't fed my kids or they're like, we're hungry. And so it's like, okay, <laughs> let's go get something quick. Right. So I don't want to keep doing that. Cause that does not always lead to healthy meals. Uh, so I want to meal plan at least four dinners a week. Um, and the, the, the thing that I found when I meal plan is I always make portions, you know, I always make extra. So there'll be leftovers that I can eat for lunch the next day, or sometimes the next couple days. Um, and that really helps me if I have like a lean meat and a veggie that I can eat for the next couple of days, that really does a lot more for me than, you know, McDonald's would. Um, so yeah, so just meal plan four dinners a week, hoping that that ends up being more meals than that, but at least gets me back um, meal planning and takes away the excuse of there's nothing here. And that might mean that I have to do like some crock pot stuff or just some really simple things that, that we can throw together, um, but hopefully healthier options. I love that goal because you're spot on. It helps if you are the more prepared you are, the better choices you're going to make. It's uh, there's a saying we have in education that we've used recently. I'm sure it's not from education, but it it goes. If you fail to plan, you of, plan to fail. Uh, yeah, that one too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one. Um, no, it's something like make it. It was in terms of student behavior. Make it difficult for the students not to behave. Well, okay. Uh, something like that. So the idea is make it difficult for you to cheat, make it difficult for you to not eat healthy. And by meal planning, it's, it's difficult to not, it's, it's difficult to cheat because you're like, well, I've got all this food I prepped, you know, and so I've got to eat it. It's all here, ready to go. And uh, it just helps take away a, almost a choice a little bit because you've already pre-made the choice, right? To eat healthy. Now, I do have a funny story about this, though. It's kind of a sad story. We started the show with a sad story, so let's end with a sad wow, story. Wow. <laughs> I tried the, your meal prep idea a couple, a week before I got COVID and made breakfasts for five days and lunches for five days. And I did it on Sunday and went the whole week, and it, I really enjoyed it, and it really helped me make better choices. So the next Sunday, I did the same thing, and actually my wife did it because I wasn't feeling very great on Sunday and I slept a lot of the day. And then the next day I went to work and I was like feeling awful, called into sick work on Tuesday. And that's when I found out I had COVID. So Janine had prepped all this food and I didn't touch it for like uh, a week and a half. Okay. It was like five, 10 meals because five dinners and five lunches, but it just didn't sound good. Like I was saying, I was only eating fresh fruits and breads. So there can be, a sad version of meal prepping too when you spend all that time and all that money on food that goes to waste. So that's yeah, a sad story. Now, I, I think your way, generally speaking, when you when you don't have COVID is a great plan. And that's probably something I need to incorporate more. I tend to just like go to the grocery store and say, okay, Monday we're going to have pork chops. Tuesday we're going to have chicken and just get everything. But I don't necessarily make the same thing in mass quantities for right right there's there's different ways to do it right sure yeah 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 my the way i was doing it was trying to just be efficient yeah and and save some time but your way is is better in a lot of ways because it doesn't burn you out you know you can get burned out of eating the same thing over and over 
Okay, so let me tell you about my eating goal to end this. And I'm going to do this by saying something in Japanese in the spirit of Nintendo being from Japan. Tell me if you recognize or can uh, recognize this phrase, Josh. Hara hachi bu. No. (laughs) (laughs) So I uh, maybe some of our listeners know this, but I came across this ancient Japanese um, teaching called Hara hachi bu, which I guess translated means something like stomach 80% full. And Japanese people tend to be one of the uh, longer, have longer longevity, live longer, (laughs) is what I'm trying to say, than a lot of other cultures. And one of the things they attribute that to is this practice of harahachibu, of eating till you're 80% full. So I've been messing around with that and trying to see exactly how they do that. And of course, there's no, you can't really measure that. You know, it's, it's a feeling that you get. And um, they kind of, they kind of say things like, you know, eat slow and, you know, leave a little bit on your plate and stop and wait 20 minutes and see if, if you feel any stomach pressure, you've eaten too much. If you feel any uh, lethargic, you've eaten too much. You should still, you should still feel a little bit hungry, but if you wait 20 minutes, you should feel satisfied. So it's kind of getting to know your body and what amount of food 80% really is. And I've, I've dabbled with it. I've been doing it, been doing it. I've been kind of stopping eating slower, self-assessing how I feel. And it's been great. I, I've done it enough now that when I, I, I had a big meal yesterday for the football game, I got really sick because I ate way more than my stomach was used to. And my stomach has, I think, kind of shrunk down a little bit to, um, it's starting to recognize that, okay, Brett's only going to eat 80% of a normal meal of what he normally eats. So I'm going to, so there's not really a way to track whether I'm doing this. It's just kind of a mindful practice. So I'm just going to be honest and just say whether I did this consistently and, and whether I, I, so really the, the nuts and bolts of it is slowing down, monitoring how you're feeling, um, portion control, but it's this whole, so it's the whole mental process of Hari Hachi Bu. Yeah, I think maybe the only phrase you could have said that would be like, yeah, I've heard of that is like, Shoruken. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But, is that even Japanese or is that some I random made up language? Don't, don't ask me these <laughs> tough questions, Brett. <laughs> Let's it's do a video a, um, game. So it's Street Fighter. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what we should do is like famous phrases from games from a mini game and see if you can guess what game it's from. Obviously, yeah, that'd that be would fun. be that'd be too easy to show. Yes. You can, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I think we have some good goals. Uh, I think hopefully we have some good things to report back next month. But Brett, in life, there are glass joes and there are king hippos. You don't have to be either. Set your goals, get going, and come along with us as we strive to be both fit dads and game dads. Until next time, we'll see you later. Shadouken. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice.